Hi there, we're on YouTube Reels. Uh, daily show. And wow. finally that night. My chili hen just like jumped up on top of my lap. Hi, girl. Hi, sweetheart. How you doing, man? Hi, pretty baby girl. Thank you for the eggs. Quote, come on, man. At least give me his Come on, man. <laughs> and then three prayer hands emojis. <laughs> There was no response. <laughs> Later that day, Don Jr. texted Mark Meadows again. I'm going to uh, post this on uh, my page. California teacher who's... I'm on Christopher Prez right now, and I'm going to change to comedy by Trace to do Geneva. <laughs> There was no response. Okay, now I'm going to go back to YouTube. Quote, and Hey share. man, just wanted to see if you passed those messages. What is she eating? I hope it's a mouse. What the fuck are you eating? Oh my god. <laughs> She's running around so fast I can't can't tell. I hope it's a mouse. <clears throat> Not a baby. But I don't think uh I think it would be a baby. But I have seen them, they eat mice, which is awesome. Okay, along with...
I was bad. I'm on his job. Neo-Nazi regime of the Trump quotation marks administration. Fucking NYPD. Klansman, is that with a K? Or not? According to history, Alexander the Great arrived in the city of Corinth, where he encountered Diogenes of Sinope, a cynical philosopher who lived in poverty and renounced material possessions. Diogenes was sitting in a barrel under the sun when Alexander approached him. I am Alexander the Great, the mighty conqueror. Whatever you ask for, I can grant that an Egyptian oh, goddess could be considered the first ever vampire. Her name what? was Sekhmet, and she was a warrior goddess who served Ra, god of the sun. One day, Ra sent Sekhmet to Earth to slaughter any mortals that may have been conspiring against him. But after Sekhmet got a taste of that sweet and savory blood of mankind, she couldn't get enough. What? The blood-crazed goddess began slaughtering the mortals indiscriminately, and before long, she had almost killed all the humans in Egypt. Ra sent out the monster, and so he took it upon him to stop her, which he did in hilarious fashion, by pouring red-colored alcohol into the Nile so that when Sekhmet came upon the river, it had been dyed completely red and she mistook it for blood and started chugging. The goddess ended up drinking so much that she actually passed out, and when she woke up, she had calmed down enough to return to Ra. It's because of this event that Sekhmet was associated with the consumption of human blood, and her worshippers dyed their alcohol red to honor her. You know that an Egyptian goddess could be considered the first ever vampire? Her name was Sekhmet, and she was a warrior goddess who served Ra, god of the sun. One day... Oh, shit. 
uh, sent Sekhmet to Earth to slaughter any mortals that may have been conspiring against him. But after Sekhmet got a taste of that sweet and savory... And I'm saying to myself, no, we're not even close to the end of days. The end of days aren't even close. It's the opposite. It's the best time to be alive. There's a less, the, the least amount of people are being killed and murdered and slaughtered right now than ever before on this planet. You People forgot about the Black Plague, the Bubonics Plague, which almost wiped out humanity completely. You forgot about the, the, the Papal Inquisitions, where under the order of the Pope, they killed over 80 million people on this planet to bring Christianity to the world. Uh, then you forget about the American Holocaust, where the Europeans came over here and killed 111 million indigenous people. 111 million people ain't dying right now. The, the, the end times should have been happening. We're not close to any end times. So take the end times mindset and toss it in the trash. It's fake. We're not in the end times. We're in the up times. And I'm saying to myself, no, we're not even close to the end of days. The end of days aren't even close. It's the Inspirational. Inspiration. The Harapan culture was one of the earliest and most advanced civilizations of the ancient world, flourishing in the Indus Valley region of present-day India and Pakistan from 3300 BCE to 1300 BCE. It was a Bronze Age civilization that is known for its well-planned cities, sophisticated drainage systems, and impressive brick structures. The Harapans developed a writing system, but it remains undeciphered, which adds to the mystery surrounding their civilization. They also had a highly developed trade network, as evidenced by the discovery of seals and other artifacts with Indus script at site across the ancient world. One of the most famous sites associated with the Harapan culture is the city of Mohenjo-daro, which was known for its impressive public buildings, including a great bath and a complex of residential structures. Another site is Harappa, where an extensive city was excavated and found to be home to tens of thousands of people. The Harapan culture was a sophisticated civilization that left a lasting legacy in the ancient world. Its impressive cities continue to fascinate Harapan culture was one of the earliest and most advanced civilizations of the ancient world, flourishing in the Indus Valley region of present-day India and Pakistan from 3300 BCE to 1300 BCE. It was a Bronze Age civilization that is known for its well-planned cities, sophisticated drainage systems, and impressive brick structures. The if you understand the meaning of these three quotes, you'll be able to manifest anything you want. Number one, our reality is the mirror of our thoughts. What we project within, we manifest without. Number two, the strength of the mind is not in its knowledge, but in its ability to manifest the reality it desires. Number three, we do not attract what we want, we attract what we are. The universe responds not to our wishes, but to our vibrations. If you understand the meaning of these three quotes, in this video, you will know exactly why I am so interested in ancient Indian culture and its mysteries. Marcel Vogel was a pioneering researcher and inventor who worked for IBM for 27 years.
he received 32 patents for his inventions within his tenure at IBM. But what surprised him and changed his life was, while working on liquid crystals, he discovered he could imprint his thought images on those crystals. He found that crystals absorbed the subtle mental energies coming out of the brain. This discovery shook him to the core. But what he didn't realize was that the ancient Indian seers had known about this from thousands of years. India is the oldest culture where crystal embedded rings and necklaces are given for protection against negative energies because the crystals would absorb the negative frequencies. So how did they know about In this video, you will know exactly why I am so interested in ancient Indian culture and its mysteries. Marcel Vogel was a pioneering researcher and inventor who worked for IBM for 27 years. He received 32 patents. And when you have kids being surgically and or chemically altered for life for no good reason, yes, it is time for the government to get involved and say this is wrong and we are going to stop it. When a trans kiddo is getting health care, we say gender affirming care, that is not necessarily a surgery or a medication. That could be five years with a therapist, making sure this kid doesn't want to hurt themselves and take their own life. That's gender affirming care. A parent simply calling a kid by a name that they feel more comfortable and themselves with is gender affirming. These other things are part of the discussion, but it is not the terrible things that the gentleman is saying, like mutilation of children. We're talking about keeping kids from killing themselves by being able to go see a doctor. And then if that doctor and their parents think they need more time, they'll block puberty for a while to prevent surgeries from happening or to prevent that kiddo from doing something so damaging that they can't come back from. And when you have kids being surgically and or chemically altered for life for no good reason yes it is time for the government to get involved and say this is wrong and we are going to stop it when a trans kiddo is getting health care we say gender affirming care that is not necessarily a surgery or a medication that could be five years with a therapist making sure this kid doesn't want to hurt themselves and take their own life that's gender affirming. When people talk about aliens and alien counties, what would aliens be doing here? Why would they do What if human beings are the product of accelerated evolution? Like what if they came down here, they found this incredibly rich planet that's filled with biodiversity and all these different life forms, and then they found these primates. And like, oh, we know where these fuckers are going. Like this is us 10 billion years ago or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Let's accelerate this little party. Let's inject some of our super advanced DNA into these primates and let's see let's see where it takes itself. 6000 BC. An image uh, from a clay tablet of a very large being that has a very small human-like being with a monkey tail on its lap. And this is what Sitchin points to as some sort of a depiction of the genetic engineering that took place to turn primitive primates into human beings. People talk about aliens and alien counties. What would aliens be doing here? Why would they do What if human beings are the product of accelerated evolution? Like what if they came down here, they found this incredibly rich planet that's filled with biodiversity and all these different life forms, and then they found these primates. And like, oh, we know where these fuckers are going. Like this is us 10 billion years ago or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Let's accelerate this little party. Let's inject some of our super advanced DNA into these primates 
and let's see, let's see where it takes itself. 6,000 BC, an image uh, from a clay tablet of a very large being that has a very small human-like being with a monkey tail on its lap. And this is what Sitchin points to as some sort of a depiction of the genetic engineering that took place to turn primitive primates into human beings. People talk about aliens and alien corporate America gets all the benefits of American stability and fiscal policy, but bears none of the responsibility. Walmart, they make billions of profits. Their workers are one of the largest uh, corporate users of social service programs. Why don't Walmart workers share in the profits of Walmart? In the capitalist system, um, companies have a right to um, distribute profits to their shareholders. Mm -hmm. This is the insidious part, I think, of hmm. when we talk about that we have a free market system. Because what it makes it seem like is that the natural order of things is that Walmart makes billions in profits and can distribute it to its shareholders, and that's just how it goes. But we know that we, the taxpayers, are subsidizing their workforce with food stamps. They're getting the benefit of our tax dollars. Corporate America gets all the benefits of American stability and fiscal policy, but bears none of the responsibility. Walmart, they make billions in profits. Their workers are one of the largest uh, corporate users of social service programs. Why don't Walmart workers share in the profits of Walmart? In the capitalist system, um, companies have a right to um, distribute profits to their shareholders. This is the insidious part, I think, of when we talk about that we have a free market system. Because what it makes it seem like is that the you gotta always realize all you can do is open the door. They have to walk through that door alone. But you've opened the door for them, you've, you've sent them love, you've sent assistance, and now all you can do from a certain standpoint is continue to send them a frequency of love, and then at some point in their life, maybe they'll turn around and, uh, and begin to work for themselves and realize that they are their own savior. You gotta always realize all you can do is open the door. They have to walk through that door alone. But you've opened the door for them, you've, you've sent them love, you've sent assistance, and now all you can do from a certain standpoint is continue to send. My okay. standpoint is continue. I married a six foot foot one bottle of Valley. I don't care what you do, you can't rattle him. You can't make him raise his voice. <laughs> you can't upset him. He's just cool. I mean, I can do the most bizarre stuff, and he'll just kind of look at me. But he won't do nothing, and he's just so you can count on him. He can hold me by the ankle over a cliff, and I wouldn't worry, because he's that brother. One time I was going through a thing, and uh, I called him up in the middle of the day, working, and I said, babe, things ain't right here. And he came home and stood there. And said he didn't know what to say. Talking and I'm telling and I'm crying and this and that. And he stayed until I said, okay, I'm fine. He said, if you need me again, I'll come back. Mm. That's right. I married a six foot, foot one bottle of Valley. I don't mm. care what you do. You can't rattle him. You can't make him raise his voice. <laughs> this 
is what Dr. Bruce Stewart have to say about the Greeks in his 2011 lecture. If you read what the Greeks said, not what we think, but if you read what the Greeks said, they said they got everything from Egypt. They got all their knowledge from Egypt. Pythagoras spent 15 years in Egypt. Now, when did we come up with the idea that the Greeks created everything from scratch? Well, believe it or not, it happened in the 18th and 19th century. And it's an unfortunate fact of life that Romanticism, which has many great things about it, also has a dark side, which has to do with racism. And in the 18th and 19th century, it was decided that it was just not appropriate for all this knowledge to come from an African country. We this is what Dr. Bruce Stewart have to say about the Greeks in his 2011 lecture. If you read what the Greeks said, not... The Greeks don't want no freaks. The Greeks got all their knowledge from Egypt. If you read what the Greeks said, not what we think, but if you read the what Geeks. the Greeks said, the Geeks. they said <laughs> they got everything. The about the Geeks. I married a. This. I've had this since I was a kid. And it's probably going to sound ugly or stupid, but almost a sense of destiny. Yes. In 1995, I'm in Italy on this job, and I didn't have much success. I was 36. So I met this man there, Joost Elfers. And one day we're walking in Venice, Italy. It's a beautiful sunny day, and he's asking me if I have an idea for a book. And I'm kind of happy, and I improvise what turns into the 48 Laws of Power. Now, there's a set of circumstances there that could have easily never have happened. Mm -hmm. I could have easily not gone to Italy for this job that my friend was offering me. It was a bit of a risk. We might not have taken that walk in Venice, in which I improvised an idea that just suddenly came to me. I was slightly suicidal. I had to write a book. Yeah. So, yeah. I if it had happened when I was 25, I wouldn't have worked out. Okay. So the circumstances were right, but there was something almost fateful about me meeting him. Well, you, you, I feel you needed all those years. I did. That exact, I did. Exact I've had this since I was a kid. Well, this was how my morning started today. When he stopped and turned around, and I and I saw that look, I knew right away I was in trouble. Always tell your husband when your car acts up. This was how my morning started today. When he stopped, ancient voters were using a strange power source. It's usually shown 
as a circular or rhombus-shaped device on their chest. You can see he's completely bare-chested, but there's something stuck on his chest, and it looks like an advanced device. It has thickness. That's why it's shown raised from his chest. Here's another carving showing a different figure. Again, look at his chest. A similar device attached to his chest. You cannot help but think of the Iron Man's arc reactor. It was called Brahma Padartha. Sometimes it was also called Divya Padartha. And it's said that this device could vibrate and produce electricity even from sunlight. Such a device is preserved in the Jagannath temple at Puri. Ancient builders were using a strange power source. It's usually... What do you think was happening before the Big Bang? Yeah, it's a deep question, and there's sort of two ways that I like to think about that question. One is it could be that the Big Bang was an interesting event, but not the first event in the totality of reality. It could have been the first event that sparked the expansion of our part of space. It could be that there's a grander realm of space within which we sit as a small part in that grander realm, it may have experienced its own Big Bangs, maybe a collection of Big Bangs. However, another answer is that the very question may not make as much sense as the words seem to suggest. We know what it means to talk about the moment before the Big Bang, but it could be that when it comes to the Big Bang, the sentence actually doesn't mean anything. It could be that the Big Bang was the place where time itself started, and you can't go further back in time than the very origin of time itself. That freaks me out. What do you think was happening before the Big Bang? People are so sick and tired of where our priorities are. People are sick and tired of having the National Rifle Association and all their money dictate what our policy should be on guns. They don't care about all the people that have died and have been murdered in this country. By the way, other countries have similar challenges and problems that we do. They don't have the level of gun violence. They don't have massacres on a regular basis. And this is what we get. Enough. In the last decade, the NRA has spent more than a hundred million dollars to help elect Republicans who will support their extreme agenda. Follow the money. It's no surprise that the far right is demanding this bill. How many more mass shootings need to happen? How many more kids need to die before my Republican colleagues pull their heads out of the sand and realize that the NRA's blood money is not worth the damage that is being done to our country? People are so yeah. sick and tired of where our priorities are. People are sick and tired of having the National Rifle Association and all their money dictate what our policy should be on guns. They don't care about all the people that have died and have been murdered. Shit. Should be on guns. They don't Please. care about all the people that have died and have been murdered in this country. By the way, other countries have similar challenges and problems that Thank we you. do. They don't have the level of gun violence. They don't have. Ma I think I have heard it's actually three hundred fifty million dollars.
Okay. I said, thank you, please show this to everybody. I've heard that they have been bought and paid for with over $350 million. And then it's funneled from Russia, another Republican money laundering scam. on a regular basis. And this is what we get. Enough. In the last decade, the... Thank you, McGovern. Paid for, um, I heard it's, uh, Thank you, Brett McGovern. Brett mm. McGovern. Okay. I've been saying for years now, eyes on the NRA. They bought. All these Republican traitors tantamount to terrorists. Tantamount to terrorists. I called for suspension of Republican Party. And the Justice Department. Russia funneled 350 mil through NRA. Thank you, Brett McGovern, for, um, I've been saying this for years now.
All eyes on NRA. They bought all these Republican traitors tantamount to terrorists. I call for suspension of the Republican Party. Justice Department. Probe. Fucking. Look. Uh, investigate. Probe. Probe. I can probe that shit. Fucking motherfucking traitors and terrorists. Republicans. Gun nuts. Okay, so. Huh? One of my first videos on this channel was about the angelic human race. Are we angelic here in 3D? Where we're at? This is 3D. Hello. Are we angelic here? No. But this is a multi dimensional aspect of us way down here. This is part of us. Eventually, you make it. You ascend, holy one, right? You return to your Christ level. You expand back to that level of towards God more and more and more. That's angelic. That's the angelic human race. Not this. Of course not. Look at this. We're a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. We're a distortion of a distortion of a distortion. Get it? Fallen beings. One of my first videos on this channel was about the angelic human race. Are we angelic here? In 3D? Where we're at? This is 3D. Hello. Are we angelic here? No. But this is a multidimensional aspect of us way down here. This is part of us. Eventually you make it. You ascend, holy one, right? You return to your Christ level. You expand back to that level of towards God more and more and more. That's angelic. That's the angelic human race. Not this. Of course not. Look at this. We're a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. We're a distortion of a distortion of a distortion. Get it? Fallen being. On my first case, and one of the things I've realized was that there were roughly a hundred kids in the playground, broad daylight, aerial school, rooms in Bobway, 1994, and they got within arms, arms, some of them within arms length of these beings. Standing by the by the silver thing, and he had big eyes. He had a big head and big black eyes, and was dressed in a black bodysuit. They were trying to communicate, trying to tell us something. It was something to do with the environment. I kept getting these thoughts and ideas in my mind of technology. Technology is not helping, technology is bad. I believe that the children did see something. I believe them uh, because normally children don't lie. Normally. And one of the things I realized was that there were roughly 100 kids in the playground, broad daylight, Aerial school, Rue Zimbabwe, 1994, and they got within arms, arms, some ancient Egyptians have knowledge of Africa. 
Kemites lived in a narrow valley isolated by the deserts that made them appear distinct from the rest of Africans. However, they were in constant contact with other African populations, like the Central African foragers who were highly respected in Kemet. Despite common beliefs, Kemites seem to have had a great knowledge of their continent. According to Herodotus, Pharaoh Necho sent an expedition to circumnavigate the continent at the time known as Libya. For this perilous journey into the unknown, Necho chose the most experienced sailors available to him, Kemites and Phoenician, who sailed to the southern sea. Every autumn, the sailors put in and planted the land in whatever part of Libya they had reached, and there they waited the harvest. Then, having gathered the crop, they sailed on, so that after two years had passed, it was in the third that they rounded the pillars of Heracles and came to Egypt. They claimed that they had the sun on their right hand as they sailed around Libya. Herodotus believed that the voyage had proven that Africa was surrounded by water. Therefore, according to that story, it is reasonable to conclude that the Kemites knew about the entire African continent. Ancient Egyptians had knowledge of Africa. Kemites lived in a narrow valley isolated by the deserts that made them appear distinct from the rest of Africans. However, they were in constant contact with other African populations, like the Central African foragers who were highly respected in Kemet. Despite common beliefs, Kemites seem to have had a great knowledge of their continent. According to Herodotus, Pharaoh Necho sent an expedition to circumnavigate the continent at the time known as Libya. For this perilous journey into the unknown, Necho chose the most experienced sailors available to him, Kemites and Phoenician, who sailed to the southern sea. Every autumn, the sailors put in and planted the land in whatever part of Libya they had reached, and there they waited the harvest. Then, having gathered the crop, they sailed on, so that after two years had passed, it was in the third that they rounded the pillars of Heracles and came to Egypt. They claimed that they had the sun on their right hand as they sailed around Libya. Herodotus believed that the voyage had proven that Africa was surrounded by water. Therefore, according to that story, it is reasonable to conclude that the Kemites knew about the entire African continent. Ancient Egyptians had knowledge of Africa. Kemites lived in a narrow valley isolated by the deserts that made them appear distinct from the rest of Africans. However, they were in constant contact with other Africans. Ancient Egyptians had knowledge of Africa. Kemites lived in a narrow valley isolated by the deserts that made them appear distinct from the rest of Africans. However, they were in constant contact with other African populations, like the Central African foragers, who were highly respected in Kemet. Despite common beliefs, According to Herodotus, Pharaoh Necho sent an expedition to circumnavigate the continent at the time known as Libya. For this perilous journey into the unknown, Necho chose the most experienced sailors available to him, Kemites and Phoenician, who sailed in the southern sea. Every autumn, the sailors put in and planted the land in whatever part of Libya they had reached, and there they waited the harvest. Then, having gathered the crop, they sailed on, so that after two years had passed, it was in the third that they rounded the pillars of Heracles and came to Egypt. They claimed that they had the sun on their right hand as they sailed around Libya. Herodotus believed that the voyage had proven that Africa was surrounded by water. Therefore, according to that story, it is reasonable to conclude that the Kemites knew about the entire African continent. Ancient Egyptians have knowledge about Africa. You can have too much of that. People who call for freedom, they actually call for a tailor-made version that actually works for them with a total disregard of other people's freedom. You have an election and people kind of like didn't accept it and went and wanted to take things in their own hands. But the, 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 what happened in game was sick. I mean, the, the worst thing that happened in there is the comparison. But people like the pundits on the news were saying, oh my God, this looks like a... Uh, a and this kind of hurt my feelings because, you know, you know, seriously, you know, like, you know, like, first of all, first of all, when we have a tour in the Middle East, it works. You guys suck. 
you guys are new. You're trying. Keep, keep, keep to what you do best, tackling democracy in other countries. But like when you come to your country, you suddenly freedom is that uh, more often than not, people who call for freedom, they actually call for a tailor-made version that actually works for them with a total disregard of other people's freedom. You had an election and people kind of like didn't accept it and went and wanted to take things in their own hands. But the, 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 what happened in January 6th, I mean, the, the worst thing that happened in there is the comparison. Like people like the pundits on the news were saying, oh my God, this looks like a, uh, a coup from the Middle East. And this kind of hurt my feelings because, you know, no, seriously. You know, like, you know, like, first of all, first of all, when we have a coup in the Middle East, it works. You guys suck. You guys are new. You, you, you are, you are, you are, keep, keep to what you do best, toppling democracy in the other countries. But like when you come to your country, you suck. The problem with freedom is that uh, more often than not, people who call for freedom, they actually call for a tailor-made version that actually works for them with a total disregard of other people's freedom. You had an election and people kind of like didn't accept it and went and wanted to take things in their own hands. But the, 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 what happened in January 6th, I mean, the, the worst thing that happened in there is the comparison. Like people like the pundits on the news were saying, oh my God, this looks like a, a, a coup from the Middle East. And this kind of hurt my feelings because, you know, no, seriously. You know, like, you know, like, first of all, first of all, when we have a coup in the Middle East, it works. You guys suck. You guys are new. You, 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 you are, you are, you are trying. Keep, keep, keep to what you do best, toppling democracy in the other countries. Like, like when you come to your country, you suck. Problem with freedom is that uh, more often than not, people who call for freedom, they actually call for a tailor-made version that actually works for them with a total disregard of other people's freedom. You had an election and people kind of like didn't accept it and went and wanted to take things in their own hands. But the, 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 what happened in January 6th, I mean, the, the worst thing that happened in there is the comparison. But people like the pundits on the news were saying, oh my God, this looks like a tool uh, from the Middle East. And this kind of hurt my feelings because, you know, no, seriously. Eight laws to help you live a more peaceful life. One, the more you are thankful, the more you attract things to be thankful for. You will never speak to any more more than you speak to yourself in your head. Be kind to yourself. Three, you can't change how people feel about you. So don't try. Just live your life and be happy. Four, a day of worry is more exhausting than a week of work. Five, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Six, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. Seven, it's your life. Don't let anyone make you feel guilty for living your way. Eight, life isn't a matter of milestones, but of moments. Eight laws to help you live a more peaceful life. One, the more you are thankful, the more you attract things to be thankful for.
Two, you will never speak to any more more than you speak to yourself in your head. Be kind to yourself. Three, you can't change how people feel about you. So don't try. Just live your life and be happy. Four, a day of worry is more exhausting than a week of work. Five, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Six, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. They discovered that trauma from 15 to 20 generations of your past ancestors gets passed down through the RNA, down the father's bloodline, and when you're born, you're born with memories from 15 to 20 generations ago that are active in your life as you're growing up and living, and people can't figure out, why do I feel depressed? I got a great life. Why am I feeling angry or anxious? A lot of the times, those are memories that are coming out through your genes. It's gene expressions that are creating different hormonal levels in your body that's creating the different moods that you're getting into. You have to learn how to reprogram those epigenetics. They discovered that traumas from 15 to 20 generations of your past ancestors gets passed down through the RNA, down the father's bloodline, and when you're born, you're born with memories from 15 to 20 generations ago that are active in your life as you're growing up and living, and people can't figure out, why do I feel depressed? I got a great life. Why am I feeling angry or anxious? A lot of the times, those are memories that are coming out through your genes. It's gene expressions that are creating different hormonal levels in your body that's creating the different moods that you get. Into. You have to learn how to reprogram those epigenetics. You discover that traumas from 15 to 20 generations of your past. You are public servants. You serve at our pleasure. We buy your houses. We buy your cars. We pay for you and your wife's vacations. And the people are serving notice on the government of the United States. We are serving notice on the state of New York. We are serving notice on the mayor of this city. We are serving notice on the city council that if you do not do your job, you will no longer have a job. I live in Harlem and I'm telling you the, there is, we are living in the middle of a crack epidemic nightmare. People need help. It is a violent circle of oppression when you create the situation and then when we go out to protest the situation, you in turn exact more violence upon us. We are saying no more. You are public servants. You serve at our pleasure. We buy your houses. We buy your cars. We pay for you and your wife's vacations. And the people are serving notice on the government of the United States. We are serving notice on the state of New York. We are serving notice on the... Ditto.
tennis for years. Needs to be renewed and drafted a new improved constitution. Scotus. She says, I have a blue skinned lady communicating with me. <laughs> oh, that is what you call the blue people. Those to us are great beings. If it doesn't look feline, Laren, Anuhazi. So if it's not Anuhazi, then it would be called the Maharaji, which are blue humans. These Maharaji have blue skin. They're the Magi. That's where the Magi word comes from. Maharaji, Magi. And so the Magi, Holy Grail, line, are the indigos coming through the blue people. You are indigo if you're seeing some blue person. The Azurites have very blue skin. Like, there's blue, and then there's very blue. So if you're seeing a very blue being with wings, that's an Azurite angel. It is a 48-strand being that is part blue flame, gold flame, violet flame. It has all the DNA in there. That's a spiritual badass, dude. And they're blue angels. Very blue. He says, I have a blue-skinned lady communicating with me. Oh, that is what you call the blue people. Those to us are great beings. If it doesn't look feline, Laren, Anohazi. So if it's not Anohazi, then it would be called the Maharaji, which are blue humans. These Maharaji have... Your personality creates your personal reality. That's it. And your personality is made up of how you think, how you act, and how you feel. So the present personality who's listening to this podcast has created the present personal reality called their life. So if you believe what I just said, then in order for you to create a new personal reality, a new life, you're going to have to change your personality. In other words, nothing changes in your life until you change. Your personality creates your personal reality. That's it. And your personality... But going forward into the future, even into what you call the modern-day Bible, you find genetic manipulation where it comes to Mary, the mother of Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus. I don't like calling him Jesus because Jesus means hail Zeus, and I'm not hailing Zeus. I'm talking about a real person, Yeshua, which is his real name. Yeshua was also a product of genetic manipulation through something called vitro and fertilization, as well as his grandmother, who was also a virgin birth, which you never, they never tell you about that in Bible study, that Jesus' grandmother, right, Yeshua's grandmother was a virgin birth, you'll never hear about it, never talk to you about that in Bible study, not once have you ever heard, heard that come out of anybody's mouth, except for me, forbidden knowledge, look it up, make sure you get all your apocrypha text, the text that was by accident on purpose forgotten to be put into the Bible by the Council of Nicaea. That's where you find all the incredible fruits at, right? In the book of Enoch, that was he was such an important person that he was spoken about in the Bible, but his book talks about these same Anunnaki beings left out. But going forward into the future, even into what you call the modern-day Bible, you find genetic manipulation when it comes to Mary, the mother of Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus. I don't like calling him Jesus because Jesus means hail Zeus, and I'm not hailing Zeus. I'm talking about a real person, Yeshua. The original sin here to me, not to use overly sort of uh, Catholic 
terms. But I, you know, the, the 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 problem is is Trump and the enabling of him and what he meant for this country and the fact that the majority of this House Republican caucus voted for the first ever violent coup in the country and voted mm -hmm. when they came back into the chamber with the glasses broken and the blood on the carpet and a woman who had been shot and killed and several other who had died trampled and cops concussed out on the street. They came back and they voted with the mob for the coup. That has never been repented for. It's never been apologized for. It's never been redeemed in any way. It is no. the sin that that haunts all this. It is there, and it's there on both sides. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Chip Roy, to his great credit, did not vote that way, who's one of the 20 dissenters, and I feel duty-bound to point that out, but well, that's the thing. That is there, no matter what, and you can't escape it no matter what. The original sin here, to me, not to use overly sort of uh, Catholic terms, but I, you know, the, 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 the problem is is Trump and the enabling of him and what he meant for this country and the fact that the majority of this House Republican caucus voted for the first ever violent coup in the country and voted when they came back into the chamber with the glasses broken and the blood on the carpet and a woman who had been shot and killed and several other who had died trampled and cops concussed out on the street. They came back and they voted with the mob for the coup. That has never been repented for. It's never been apologized for. It's never been redeemed in any way. It is the sin that haunts all this. It is there, and it's there on both sides. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Chip Roy, to his great credit, did not vote that way, who's one of the 20 dissenters, and I feel duty-bound to point that out, but what that's the, the thing. That is there, no matter what, and you can't escape it no matter what. That quarter is the original sin here to me, not to use overly... DOJ, call fuckers. Complicit in seditious conspiracy. Okay. Let's qualify them all.
Yeah, Christopher Perez. Christopher Perez. Mm. Trista. For Perez. Party hearty. Three quarters. Three. Three quarters of Republicans were in favor of uh, voted. Voted. They fucking voted. Voted. They fucking voted to overturn. The 2020 elections and therefore complicit in seditious conspiracy. Charge and remove them at once from office. Justice Department, do your damn job. Disqualify them now. 14th Amendment, bitches. Tweets. The, the original sin here to me, not to use overly sort of. Okay, by the way, thanks for 175K. The, the original sin here to me, not to use overly sort of uh, Catholic. Kush, the Egyptian name for ancient Nubia, was the site of a highly advanced ancient black African civilization that rivaled ancient Egypt in wealth, power, and cultural development. The first capital of Kush lay at Kerma, just south of the third cataract of the Nile. Here dwelt powerful and wealthy black kings who controlled the trade routes connecting Central Africa with ancient Egypt. The Egyptians, who had few natural resources of their own, sought the precious, exotic products of Central Africa to satisfy the demands of their luxury-loving populace. By about 1500 BC, the Egyptians, feeling threatened by the Nubian kings, invaded Kush and conquered it. For the next four centuries, the Egyptians exploited Kush as a colony. Egypt's wealth and gold came from the desert mines of Kush. The Egyptian word for gold is Nub, which is thought by some to be the origin of the name Nubia. Kush, the Egyptian name for ancient Nubia, was the site of a highly advanced ancient black African civilization that rivaled ancient Egypt in wealth, power, and cultural development. The first capital of Kush lay at Kerma. Hey we're tripping through my YouTube shorts. Valmiki writes, after arriving in Lanka, the city of Robin, Lord Hanuman describes it as beautiful as a paradise. The roads were filled with chariots or vehicles, and one could hear the noises coming from the aerial vehicles or vimanas. But what is so shocking is that he describes four tusked elephants guarding the palace of King Robin. There is no other ancient text which describes these four tusked elephants, now known as gompathirs. According to paleontologists, 
these creatures roamed the planet at least about 1.6 million years ago. So how old is the Ramayan? In the Ramayan, when Lord Hanuman arrives in Lanka secretly, and then the way he describes this city, will make you rethink about the history of human beings on this planet. As you know, the original version of the Ramayan was written by the sage Valmiki, but the exact dating of the events is extremely difficult. But here is a clue which will help us to solve this puzzle. Valmiki writes, after arriving in Lanka, the city of Ravan, Lord Hanuman describes it as beautiful as a paradise. The roads were filled with chariots or vehicles, and one could hear the noises coming from the aerial vehicles or vimanas. But what is so shocking is that he describes four tusked elephants guarding the palace of King Ravan. There is no other ancient text which describes these four tusked elephants, now known as Gompathirs. According to paleontologists, these creatures roamed the planet at least about 1.6 million years ago. So how old is the Ramayana? Gompo, Gompo, Fierce, Gompo. The scribe. Jimiki. Jimiki. Oh, oh, the scribes. The manas. The manas. In the Ramayan, when eight personality development tips that will make you unique. Number one, work on keeping a positive mindset no matter what happens in your life. Number two, don't be afraid to engage in interesting and important discussions. Number three, stop being a perfectionist, rather focus on the process in everything you do. Number four, Forgive your enemies and let go of the grudges you hold. Number five. Decide on your mission in this life and stay on your track. Number six. Face your fears to overcome them and become courageous. Number seven. Work on conflict resolution skills to easily find the compromise in difficult situations. Number eight. 
Review your body language and start acting confident, even if you aren't yet. Eight personality, development, tips that will make you unique. Number one. Work on keeping a positive mindset no matter what happens in your life. Number two. Don't be afraid to engage in interesting and important discussions. <laughs> Number three. Stop being a perfectionist, rather focus on the process in everything you do. Number four. Forgive your enemies and let go of the grudges you hold. The members are reminded to abide by decorum of the house. <laughs> The members are reminded to abide by decorum of the house. The members, the members will be reminded to abide by the decorum of the house in the Georgia draw. Laughed its ass off. Perjury Trader Green. The members will be reminded So the heart, when it's coherent, tends to produce an external magnetic field that's up to three meters wide. Now you've got a Wi-Fi signal. Now when you have a coherent brain, the brain could actually lay the information on that signal. And 
the thought of your wealth or your health can be carried on the frequency of that heart emotion. If they can feel their gratitude before their healing, their healing begins. If they feel their abundance or their worthiness before they have their wealth, it will start generating abundance. If they start being in love with themselves and being in love with life, they'll create an equal. That's the law. If they're empowered, they're going to start stepping towards their success. So then when we wait for the outer world to change our internal state, Dr. that's a conditioning Dr. process because some people will live in lack and separation their entire life. When this happens, then I'll feel happy. That's cause and effect, but feeling the emotion ahead of the experience is causing an effect heart when it's coherent tends to produce an external magnetic field that's up to three meters wide now you've got a wi-fi signal now when you have a coherent brain the brain could actually lay the information on that signal and the thought of your wealth or your health can be carried on the frequency of that heart emotion if they can feel their gratitude before their healing their healing begins if they feel their abundance or their worthiness before they have their wealth it will start generating abundance if they start being in love with themselves and being in love with life they'll create an equal that's the law if they're empowered they're going to start stepping towards their success so then when we wait for the outer world to change our internal state that's a conditioning process because some people will live in lack and separation their entire life when this happens then i'll feel happy that's cause and effect but feeling the emotion ahead of the experience is causing an effect heart you see how snoop's respect for master p is yeah man one billion percent one for no limit there wouldn't be no money in rap i come by the studio get on the songs master p like how much you want for the songs in my mind i'm like shit i'm broke right now i ain't getting no money then give me 15. i'm thinking like 1500 i just need something come back the next day master p wrote me a check for thirty-five thousand. he said what you working on I said, I got this album called Fuck Death Row. This motherfucker hard. He like, hold on, bro. He closed the door. You ain't gonna live to see that album come out. He said, let me, let me give you, let me get, let me make an offer to you. The beginning of my career, Suge Knight had everything in his name. When I got on No Limit, the first thing Master P did was took me to buy a house. Next day, you and wifey go get a car. All this shit is in my name. Well, Master P right. showed me how to put a label together, how to go get money, how to eat, how to make money off my tours, how to make money off of movies, how to create a different lane for me to, to be seen differently. You see how Snoop's respect for Master P is? Yeah, man. One billion percent. One for No Limit. There wouldn't be no money in rap. I come hey, by Master the studio, P. get on the song. Master P like, how much you want for the song? In my mind, I'm like, shit, I'm broke right now. I ain't getting no money. Then give me 15. I'm thinking like 1,500. I just need something. I come back the next day, Master P wrote me a check for 35,000. He said, what you working on? I said, I got this album called Fuck Death Row. This motherfucker hard. He like, hold on, bro. Close the door. You ain't gonna live to see that album come out. So let me let me give you let me give let me make an offer to you. In the beginning of my career, Suge Knight had everything in his name. When I got on No Limit, the first thing Master P did was took me to buy a house. Next day, you and wifey go get a car. All this shit is in my name. Well, Master P right. showed me how to put a label together, how to go get money, how to eat, how to make money off my tours, how to make money off of movies, how to create a different lane for me to to be seen differently. You see how Snoop's respect for Master P. Ninety percent of the people that are praying have no idea how to pray. All that begging and hoping and wishing and calling on names of deities <laughs> has no power. How you pray is this. You command everything you want into existence. Because the power of the divine spark that created everything in this universe is inside of your body. You are God, and God is you. 
pray, you are trying to cast a spell. You want those words to go out and manifest a change in your reality. I'm not begging and hoping and wishing. I'm not doing that. That's low frequency. Get excited and say, I command this to happen. Your frequency is going to shift into a high power, high energy frequency. That's when and only then can you truly manifest the true future that you truly desire. 90% of the people that are praying. Go back to tapping, which is incredibly sophisticated. Turns out, because a large part of it's still under the ground, seen with ground penetrating radar, that the whole site is actually 50 times bigger than Stonehenge and 7,000 years older. So, how do we account for this? Did a group of hunter gatherers in Turkey wake up one morning magically inspired that they suddenly knew how to cut and quarry stone? move blocks weighing in some cases up to 50 tons, create gigantic stone circles in an area with no water, involving bringing a labor force and organizing that labor force and feeding and watering them, to create the world's first perfectly north-south aligned building which involves accurate astronomy, to do all of that, and at the same time to invent agriculture, because at the same moment that Gobekli Tepe pops up, suddenly agriculture appears. Tepe, which is incredibly sophisticated, turns out, because a large part of it's still under the ground, seen with ground penetrating radar, that the whole site is actually 50 times bigger than Stonehenge and 7,000 years older. So how do we account for this? Did a group of hunter-gatherers in Turkey wake up one morning magically inspired? So gatherers their big do. line now has to stretch all the way over January 6th. We have to disbelieve the evidence of our own eyes, of our own ears. We saw them come and descend upon this chamber, this Congress, wounding and injuring 150 of our police officers, breaking people's noses, breaking people's fingers, putting people in the hospital. And already they're back on the news with big lies saying, no, 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 it was a tourist visit. Like these real tourists up here who have to come and watch representatives in the United States Congress say there's no difference between truth and lies. So then their big lie now has to stretch all the way over January 6th. We have to disbelieve the evidence of our own eyes of our own ears. Gaslighting us. We saw them come and descend upon this chamber, this Congress, wounding and injuring 150 of our police officers, breaking people's noses, breaking people's fingers, putting people in the hospital. And already they're back on the news with big lies saying, no, 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 it was a tourist visit. Like these real tourists up here who have to come and watch representatives in the United States Congress say there's no difference between truth and lies. So then their big lie now has to stretch all the way over January 6th. We have to disbelieve the evidence of our own eyes, of our own ears. We saw them come and descend upon this chamber, this Congress wounding and injuring 150 of our police officers mm. of our Blame police officers breaking America. people's nose
Brian Hill. Fire in hell. <laughs> Okay. Capital Police have committed several Capital Police have committed suicide. Capital Police fifty hundred fifty brutalized on January sixth. Victims Blue Lives Matter, motherfuckers blue. Lives matter. Fuck Trump. Throw him in jail. SOBs. So Brian Hill. Fucking Brian Hill. I don't care. Brian Hill, fucker. Trump's gonna fry in hell. Trump's gonna fry in hell. <laughs> Add buttons. Okay. Of our Don't do what I did. Daniel Don't wait till the bombs are actually falling. Or thousands more have died. Before you do what I wish I'd done years earlier in 64 or even 61 on the nuclear issue. And that is reveal the truth that you know, the dangerous truths um, that are being withheld by the government. At whatever cost to yourself, whatever risk that may take, consider doing that because a war's worth of lives may be at stake. Or in the case of the two existential crises I'm talking about, the future of humanity is at stake. Don't do what I did. Don't wait till the bombs are actually falling, or thousands more have died. Before you do what I wish I'd done years earlier in 64 Daniel or even 61 on the nuclear issue, and that is reveal the truth that you know, Daniel the dangerous Oscar. truths. There are three secret methods to enhance your electromagnetic field for increased manifestation abilities. Number one, use the power of grounding. Spend 20 to 30 minutes daily walking barefoot on the earth. This contact stabilizes your body's electrical energy, promoting healing and raising your... Well, everyone's talking about the Ukraine war in Russia, but the reason the African countries are hungry is because their ability to produce their food was destroyed by the right to dump by carbon. 
Or will there be movement in agriculture? And then the junk food industry, the Pepsis and Cokes and Nestle's, wrote the sanitary and phytosanitary agreement and created the Codex Alimentarium to shut down healthy food and push the food that gave us illnesses, 75% chronic diseases. This is not a conspiracy. There is evidence that the corporations wrote the rules, then it created the billionaires, now the billionaires rule the world. For me, the optimism is a pathetic group of ignorant, selfish men are not more powerful than all the people who occupied the palace of the president in Sri Lanka. The farmers who've occupied the streets of Netherlands. People have power. We've been made to think we are inert. We've been made to think nature is inert. Everyone's talking about the Ukraine war in Russia, but the reason African countries are hungry is because their ability to produce their food was destroyed by the right to dump by Cargill. Cargill wrote the agreement Cargill. on agriculture. And then the junk food industry, the Pepsis and Cokes and Nestle's, wrote the sanitary and phytosanitary dump. agreement and created the Codex Alimentarium to shut down healthy food mm. and push the food that gave us illnesses, 75% chronic diseases. This is not Cargill. a conspiracy. There is evidence that the corporations wrote the rules then it created the billionaires. Now the billionaires rule the world. India. Yeah, by the way, fuck Modi. Now the billionaires. It's very interesting and, and very... It's very interesting it's and, and very Trump's informative because then you buddy. realize that some of these beings visiting you are us, but it's not actual visiting you, it's your consciousness. You're engaging, you're interacting in all these dimensions right here. This is a hologram experience. We're, 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 we're in this system as a Rishi being, an Ascended Master. You're, you're in this virtual reality, MORPT, spiritual world, dimensional world, and you're meant to literally rise in your awareness, go back and return to Source God. You came in here. Now find your way back out, Holy One. You came in here, most of you, to help. Let's help. Let's awaken our consciousness because that indigo, the more indigos that waken up, the more that 5D comes into the planet, comes into the rest of, of that 100th monkey effect, you know? The more weight awareness creates faster and greater, uh, more awareness, like it spreads out because it's conscious awareness. Awareness spreads and then if we can get the entire planet to become awakened, that's called the singularity. It's very interesting and, and very informative because then you realize that some of these things visiting you are us. But it's not actual visiting you, it's your consciousness. You're engaging your... Whoops, so there you are see. us. This but is it's Christ not actual visiting you, it's your consciousness. You're engaging... Headdress of, of hat that the Pope oh, wears. Pope's hat depicts ancient Babylonian god Dagon. A, a god named Dagon. Dagon was the god of the Philistines. And Dagon comes from the word Dag, which means fish. Hmm. So now we see the Pope's headdress. On the top is the Looks Pope's like mic. But when turned, you then see he's actually wearing a fish head. Hmm. The fish god, Dagon. Because he's representing the worship of an ancient Phoenician god. So this is why today, Christians on the back of their cars, you will see, have a fish symbol. That 
to denote fish, them as Christians pet, worshiping fish, Jesus. Pet, no, it's a fish temple because it's denoting Dagon, the fish god. Headdress of, of hat that the Pope wears is impacted by a, a god named Dagon. Dagon was a god of the Philistines. And Dagon comes from the word dag, which means fish. So now we see the Pope's headdress. On the top is the Pope's mitre. But when turned, you then see he's actually wearing a fish head, the fish god Dagon, because he's representing the worship of an ancient... So Giza itself, the plateau, is actually a map of the interplanetary solar system that we have right here. And also, the height of the Great Pyramid is the average height of all the landmass peaks on Earth. To do that, you need an orbiting polar satellite orbiting the planet this way and scanning the planet as it rotates on its axis so that you can take all the topographical data, you can calculate all the heights, count the total number of peaks, divide them by the average height. And when you get that number, then you can build a pyramid to that height. So Giza itself, the plateau, is actually a... Let me say that again. You can't pretend on camera that a guy's a nice guy and you're going to protect him in front of federal investigators. If he's tried to kill you and your family, as Donald Trump tried to do with Mike Pence and Mike Pence's family. When Donald Trump first got in the race, he knew he had to take out Jeb. Jeb was way ahead of everybody. He had hundreds of millions of dollars. There was no way Jeb Bush was going to lose to Donald Trump. That's what everybody was saying. So what did he do? He went after low-energy Jeb and hammered him every day. When you're as far behind as Mike Pence and Nikki Haley and most of these other Republicans, you can't just sit back and pretend that the guy that's leading the pack is a nice guy, especially if you tried to have you and your family killed. Yeah. Let me say that again. You can't pretend on camera that a guy's a nice guy and you're going to protect him in front of federal investigators if he's tried to kill you and your family. As Donald Trump tried to do with Mike Pence and Mike Pence's family. When Donald Trump first got in the race, he knew he had to take it. for President 2024. Goose step, lock step, goose step. That's a fucking Nazis. By the way, would you like to interview me on your show? MSNBC. Is everybody's file jackass? What do you imagine a response is to something if people perceive anti-Semitism in, well, in what all, Kyrie Irving posts right. or uh, what Kanye says or what Dave said on Saturday night? What do you think a, a good response would be? I think just reflexively. Or what 
what Dave said on Saturday night. What do you think a good response would be? I think just reflexively naming things anti-Semitism. Let me say that again. You can't pretend on camera that a guy's a nice guy. What do you imagine a response is to something? If people perceive anti-Semitism in what Kyrie Irving posts or what Kanye says or what Dave said on Saturday night, what do you think a good response would be? I think just reflexively naming things anti-Semitism is as reductive as some of the things that they might be saying. It immediately shuts down a conversation. You know, Dave said something in the SNL monologue that I thought was instructive as well, which says it shouldn't be this hard to talk about. And that is what we're talking about. Look, I can't pretend that there aren't a ton of people in this country and this world who believe that the Jews have an unreasonable amount of control over the systems and they wield it as puppet masters. I'm called anti-Semitic because I'm against Israel's treatment of Palestinians. I'm called other things from other people based on other opinions that I have. But those shut down debate. If we don't have the wherewithal to meet each other with what's reality, then how do we how do we move forward? What do you imagine a response is to something if people perceive anti-Semitism in well, into what Kyrie Irving? Attention is not really Humans are so adaptable. That's the whole idea behind Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson's theory about the restarting of human civilization, is that we had achieved a very high level of sophistication, which explains the pyramids and Zobekli Tepe, these immense stone structures where they move stones with some unknown technology from uh, as, as many as 500 miles away, thousand ton stones through the mountains. We have no idea how the fuck they did it. And then you go 5,000 years later and you have barbarians. Yeah. And like, what happened? Well, most likely a fucking natural disaster that forced people to figure out a way to adapt and overcome. And I think that's one of the reasons why if we go back a few thousand years ago, you have these people with these brilliant minds that live these unbelievably barbaric lives. And I think it's because they're the descendants of people that had to survive whatever was left over after the sophisticated civilization was hit by comets. Humans are so adaptable. That's the whole idea behind Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson's theory about the restarting of human civilization, is that we had achieved a very high level of sophistication, which explains the pyramids and Gobekli Tepe, these immense stone structures where they move stones with some unknown... Archaeologists have just found a gold leaf covered mummy sealed inside a sarcophagus that's not been opened for 4,300 years. Was discovered down a 15 meter shaft at a burial site in Saqqara, where three other tombs were found. The tombs are said to contain a priest, a judge, and a senior palace official given the title of secret keeper, which allows him to perform special religious rituals. Several other items, including pottery, were found alongside a collection of what I thought. I'm related oh, to oh. President. Archaeologists have just found a gold leaf covered mummy sealed inside a sarcophagus that's not been opened for 4,300 years. It was discovered down a 15 meter shaft at a burial site in Saqqara, where three other tombs were found. The tombs are said to contain a priest, a judge, and a senior palace official given the title of secret keeper which allows him to perform special religious rituals. Several other items, including pottery, were found alongside a collection of what are thought to be the largest statues ever found in the area. 
Sakara was an active burial ground for more than 3,000 years and is a designated UNESCO World Heritage Site. Thursday's discovery comes just a day after experts in Luxor say they have discovered a complete residential city from the Roman era. Archaeologists have just found a gold leaf covered... I'm related to President Buchanan. Worst president in history. I'm not proud of that. That man can go rot in hell for all I can Honestly, he really ruined a lot of things for our community. He really did. He really voted against gay marriage and the man was gay. You don't have to stand here and uphold all of your family because you feel like that's the right thing to do. We don't sit here and play favorites with people that molest our children just because they're family. We should not be sitting here and defending people that are actively anti-human and actively racist. The people that are flying these things over the over the, the TIA bank, they don't care about us. They care about moving their narrative. They're not caring about keeping our community TIA safe. They're dividing us. Take them down. Do the right thing. Related to President Buchanan. Worst president in history. I'm not proud of that. That man can go rot in hell for all I care. Really, honestly, <laughs> he really ruined a lot of things for our community. He really did. Florida he really voted him. against gay marriage and man was gay. You don't have to stand here and uphold all of your family because you feel like that's the right thing to do. We don't sit here and play favorites with people that molest our children just because they're family. We should not... A mysterious sequence was discovered in the Egyptian pyramid. It is the sequence 142857. Some archaeologists found this sequence carved inside the Egyptian pyramid. Initially, everyone thought that this was just a random sequence with what nothing special. TV. However, when multiplying this sequence by numbers from 1 to 6, something miraculous happens as the result is just a permutation of the original sequence without any additional numbers like 3, 6, and 9. Even more miraculously, when multiplied by 7, the result is 6 nines representing the end of one cycle, just as it should be. If you continue to multiply these numbers with larger numbers, the sequence begins to break down. For example, when multiplying it by 8, the number 7 disappears and is divided into 6 at the end and 1 at the beginning of the sequence. The same thing happens in subsequent multiplication operations. Therefore, the number 7 is the end point of one cycle and the starting point of a new cycle. A mysterious sequence was discovered in the Egyptian pyramid. It is the sequence 142857. Some archaeologists found this sequence carved inside the Egyptian pyramid. Initially, everyone thought that this was just a random sequence with nothing special. However, when multiplying this sequence by numbers... I don't call it gay, I call it homosexuality or sodomy. The main feature of Sodom was blatant, aggressive homosexuality. They didn't just practice it. They were aggressive in the practice of it. When Lot invited the two angels in, it says all the men from every quarter of the city, both young and old, came to demand sex with these two newcomers. The whole city was totally pervaded with that. Some of God's judgments are what we call exemplary, like the judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah. The people of Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed, but that isn't the way God judges everybody that's guilty of those practices. That's an exemplary judgment to show once and for all what God really thinks about these things.
reality, that's rape. The word pederasts. The word homosexual does not exist in the Bible. The choir boys. Pedophile priests are getting nailed. But no more. Save the children! Exclamation point. Um. About a hundred years ago. If you judge Consider Uber fucking fun of, you know, Sharia Christians. Like the Bible says, just not lest you be judged. Pederast is much different than a homosexual pederast.
exactly like Okay, I said that's not homosexuality, that's rape. Also, everybody should be aware that the Bible changed the word pederast into homosexual about a hundred years ago, and that has effectively demonized the LGBTQ community. Shame on you, Shariah Christians. You are not Christians if you judge your neighbor. Like the Bible says, judge not lest ye be judged. Pederast is much different than a homosexual. Pederast between an older man and a young boy, exactly like what the church so-called leaders do to the young people, thousands of young people, the choir boys. Unfortunately, fortunately, these sadistic, sick, pedophile priests are getting nailed. You may have heard of some of them going to court cases right now. They were protected in the church, but no more. Save the children. Willful retention of national defense information, corruptly concealing docs, conspiracy to obstruct justice, false statements. More indictments on the way. <laughs> we got um, look, More indictments on the way. Uh, so this is the summer of justice. Uh, Of justice. Mark. My own. Okay. If it is true that Jesus really did come and say and do the things that the New Testament writer said he did, then whatever he teaches is true because if he rose from the dead, he was God. That's the argument. I don't have time to support it. If you meet someone in the street who you yesterday saw executed, you can say either that an extraordinary miracle has occurred or that you are under a very grave misapprehension. And David Hume's logic on this, I think, is quite irrefutable. He says, what is more likely, that the laws of nature have been suspended in your favor and in a way that you approve, or that you've made a mistake, especially if you didn't see it yourself and you're hearing it from someone who says that they did. After all, Lazarus was raised, never said a word about it. The daughter of Jairus was raised, didn't say a thing about what she'd been through. And the Gospels tell us that at the time of the crucifixion, all the graves in Jerusalem opened and their occupants wandered around the streets to greet. So it seems the resurrection was a, 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 something of a banality at the time. Not all, not all of those people clearly were divinely uh, conceived. I'll give you all the miracles and you'll still be left exactly where you are now, holding an empty sack. If it is true that Jesus really did come and say and do the things that the New Testament writer said he did, then whatever he teaches is true, because if he rose from the dead, he was God. That's the argument. I don't have time to support it. If you meet someone in the street 
whom you yesterday saw executed, you can say either that an extraordinary miracle has occurred or that you are under a very grave misapprehension. And David Hume's um, logic on this, I think, is quite irrefutable. He says, what is more likely, that the laws of nature have been suspended in your favor? The Anunnaki are among the most mysterious and powerful beings of sacred tradition and mythology. The Sumerians described them as humanoid but non-physical spirit beings who had the capability of morphing or phasing into human form. They came to Earth on a special mission to bring wisdom and also to mine certain materials from the Earth plane itself. In ancient cuneiform texts, the Anunnaki are depicted as possessing immense knowledge and power, having the ability to live for thousands of years and mastery over all sciences and arts. The Anunnaki are among the most mysterious... And now I shall give you the first cue as to the oh, nature of the great master key which has been responsible for all the great successes in every calling, in every part of the world. Now please listen carefully to what I have to say, because you may discover the secret of the master key in this first visit. You may get your first cue as to the nature of the great master key, when I tell you that psychologists have discovered a natural law which is the very foundation of all personal successes. And I can describe it to you in one short sentence so you can understand whatever the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve in a profound statement. You will notice that it says nothing about uh, the need for education, but simply that whatever your mind can conceive and believe your mind can achieve. And now I shall give you the first cue as to the nature of the great master key which has been responsible for all the great successes in every calling, in every part of the world. Uh, please listen carefully to what I have to say, because you may discover the secret of the master key in this first visit. You may get your first cue as to the nature of the great master key when I tell you that psychologists have discovered a natural law which is the very foundation of all personal successes. And I can describe it to you in one short sentence so you can understand whatever the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve is a profound statement. You will notice that it says nothing about uh, the need for education, but simply that whatever your mind can conceive and believe your mind can achieve. And now I shall give you the first cue. Your superhuman powers, your angelic body form, your angelic consciousness, your archangelic consciousness, it's all here already in this body. Why do you think they want to distort your body, your DNA? Why do you think they want to uh, distort the human genome? Because they don't want you to be human. They want you to be transhuman. Something other than human. Now, if you're born this, no, you don't want to be this. You want to be uh, trans yourself out of that. A non human, uh, against human, want to change human. No, thank you. Uh, understand, this is an extraterrestrial attack. These are beings trying to change, modify, distort you, mutate you. It's working. Look, look at our health, like around the planet. Look at people's health. Look at people's symptoms. Look at people's minds now. And 
and fragments of distortions, problems, issues, darknesses. What is going on? Returning back to our original selves, we're going back up, chakra by chakra by chakra by chakra. We're going all the way up, shape of the ladder. You are reactivating what you already have, honey. Your superhuman powers, your uh, angelic body form, your angelic consciousness, your archangelic consciousness, it's all here already in this body. Why do you think they want to distort your body, your DNA? Why do you think they want to uh, distort the human genome? Because they don't want you to be human. They want you to be transhuman. Something other than human. Oh, you're born this? No, you don't want to be this. You want to be uh, trans yourself out of that. Not human, uh, against human. Want to change human. No, thank you. Uh, understand this is an extraterrestrial attack. These are beings trained to change, modify, distort you, mutate you. It's working. Look, look at our health, like around the planet. Look at people's health. Look at people's symptoms. Look at people's yeah. minds now. And, and fragments, distortions, problems, issues, darknesses. What is going on? Blame the fucking government. back to our original selves. We're going back up. Chakra by chakra by chakra by chakra. We're poisoning our food, water, and air supply. Light exposes darkness. We expose demons. We expose fallen angels. We expose Lucifer, Satan, devil, whatever you want to call it. We're exposing these beings. And it has to do with aliens. If you don't want to believe in aliens, okay, you're not going to understand what the hell's going on. These are beings in other worlds, right? You believe in heaven. That's another world. That's another reality. Uh, not just another planet. It's another reality field that, that it's beyond this reality field in a higher frequency vibration, uh, a more divine vibration than this dimension, because it's higher. And it's not accurate to call them heavens, but they, you would say dimensions. They're dimensions of reality. And, and every reality uh, goes beyond into a higher consciousness, a higher biology, a higher mind, uh, and a higher energy. Every level. And between each dimension is subdimensions, or you could call them subfrequencies. When according to your DNA, it would be uh, substrands of your strand of DNA. You literally evolve like the Marvel heroes, the Avenger heroes, whatever heroes, supermen, superwomen, uh, whatever these beings. Well, you are going to become these beings. These are your future examples. You will be mighty men. You will be higher dimensional reality fields. Light exposes darkness. We expose demons. We expose fallen angels. We expose Lucifer, Satan, devil, whatever you want to call it. We're exposing these beings. And it has to do with aliens. If you don't want to believe in aliens, okay, you're not going to understand what the hell's going on. These are beings in other worlds, right? You believe in heaven. That's another world. That's another reality. Uh, not just another planet. It's another reality field. That it's beyond this reality field. In a higher frequency vibration, uh, a more divine vibration than this dimension. Because it's higher. And it's not accurate to call them heavens, but they, you would say dimensions. They're dimensions of reality. And, and every reality uh, goes beyond into a higher consciousness, a higher biology, a higher mind, uh, and a higher energy. Every level. And between each dimension is subdimensions, or you could call them subfrequencies. When according to your DNA, it would be uh, substrands of your strand of DNA. You literally evolve like the Marvel heroes, the Avenger heroes, whatever heroes, Superman, Superwomen, uh, whatever these beings. Well, you are going to become these beings. These are your future examples. You will be mighty men. You will be higher dimensional reality fields. Light exposes darkness. We expose demons. We expose fallen angels. We expose Lucifer, Satan. So now know by doing a reverse calculation of the trajectory of this Sagittarius emerger that we, Mr. 
solar system that we're in didn't come from the Milky Way. We are actually aliens here. We don't even belong in this galaxy. So do aliens exist? They're sitting right here. We're the aliens. <laughs> we also now know by doing the reverse calculation of the trajectory of this Sagittarius emerger that we, the solar system that we're in, Currently the man at the center of this story is British billionaire Hamish Harding. Harding is not your ordinary rich guy. He broke three Guinness World Records in a trip to space aboard the Blue Origin mission too. But this latest adventure, a daring dive into the Titanic, is causing quite a stir. You see, it all started with ocean day expeditions, where they sell a deep dive package for $250,000 a person, where you can go look at the Another private company that you can pay a shit ton of money to do some wild shit. And now we have this expedition. Remember the man at the center of this story is British billionaire Hamish Harding. Harding is not your ordinary rich guy. He boasts three Guinness World Records and a trip to space aboard the Blue Origin mission too. But this latest adventure, a daring dive to the wreckage of the Titanic, is causing quite a stir. You see, it all started with Ocean Gate Expeditions, where they sell a deep dive package for $250,000 a person, where you can go look at the Titanic's skeletal remains. Their submersible, the Titan, carried these five passengers into the depths. But last Sunday, silence replaced the expedition the communication from the submersible. Now again, Hamish is at the center of this. He's a billionaire, did a whole bunch of crazy shit, crazy adventures. He took a journey to the South Pole with astronaut Buzz Aldrin when the man was 86. He recently took a, a trip to space on the Blue Origin, another private. Most people don't understand that all these guys, they're within all of the ancient knowledge of everything that came before. Whether or not you read the Quran or you read a, a Hebrew text or a Christian text or you read something like a Gnostic text, if you take out anything that's that was rewritten later is a manipulation. The core of what they're saying is always the same thing. It's always the same thing. It's how do you reach Christ consciousness? How do you take this ancient knowledge and incorporate it? And then how do you become that? The controllers and those don't want us. They want us to be like a worker. But really we are like an incredible God of the universe. And that's what is so amazing about it. Most people don't understand that all these guys, they're within all of the ancient knowledge well, of everything that came before. Religion. Whether or not you read the Quran. The Our problem is, we have been trained to read the book and then... I think we've got it. You could read the book oh, and not God, have God. it at all. In Rulnik, you'll read the field. The first report was on attitude. He said, no, right here we come to establish We tend to Oh, man. 
In all night, you'll breathe the field. Recording is unedited. He said, "No, right here we come to a rather strange fact. We tend to minimize the things we can do, the goals we can accomplish, and for some equally strange reason, we think others can do things that we cannot." He said, "I want you to realize that that is not true. That you have deep reservoirs of talent and ability." And I'm listening to that. And if you said you understand that, he said, "Of course I understand it. I didn't understand it at all." I bet I had listened to that at least a thousand times, maybe two. This morning, a new discovery inside the Great Pyramid of Giza. Behind these gigantic chevrons above the main entrance, for the first time, a look inside, a precise analysis, a real characterization of the North Face Corridor. This discovery, in my opinion, is the most important Fucking discovery. Fucking the towering structure yeah, has for centuries kept secrets have its out of reach face of scientists everywhere. and archaeologists. And now, for the first time, images showing a vaulted ceiling, a corridor measuring 30 feet, with five chambers designed to release pressure. This corridor is uh, protecting or reducing the pressure on something beneath it. Might be chambers might be something else, very soon we can figure out what is the main issue of this uh, Wonders of ancient Egypt. This morning, a new discovery inside the Great Pyramid of Giza. Behind these gigantic chevrons above... Let's see what other people are saying about this shithead. How I was saying this is the biggest discovery to distract from all the hidden discoveries he robbed. We'll never know. Uh, shame on... Shame on so-called doctor, fucking doctor, Zahi, Hawass. All of humanity's knowledge of human history. should be removed from this post. Thinks he's a gatekeeper. Fuck is he hiding? Motherfucker. Hate Howie's no ass. 